Welcome back to Rumble Lips. I am the man with the plan. Oh yeah, I didn't have time to send this episode to Tanner, so I'm gonna do all the editing with my mouth, like the theme song, Hey You Jamas. Ah, my hips don't lie, and I'm starting to feel the same. Fiesta, fiesta, me men inside of my butthole. Ah, my hips don't lie. Man, Shakira's stuck in my head. I went to Chipotle last night to... Fill out an application. <laughs> now, I went to Chipotle last night to get something to eat. And that, that Hips Don't Lie song was on. And I was like, yo, this going to be in my head. And guess what? Send my head. Uh, hi, Yanni Yanni. My hips don't lie. I'm Ram Barnaclo. And you are listening to motherfucking Rumble Lips podcast. Uh, Sing it for the boys is the new tagline. So that's me. RB singing it for the boys. Hi, I'm RB. Um, sorry, sorry, yeah, so no theme song. <laughs> Just throwing this one up uh, because you know, hi, Jami, Jami, my hips don't lie, and that's important for you to know. Um, I hope it doesn't sound like shit. If it does, well, whoopsie doopsie, I just stepped in some poopsie. This is a shitty intro to a shitty, shitty podcast. Uh, should I introduce myself again? No, I won't. Um, hello, every jobby. Uh, this is OLRB. <laughs> Still introduced myself again. What am I on, crack cocaine? No, I had, uh, a cappuccino. Uh, I'm not even all the way through it. And I am fucking frying right now. I am frying on the, the lips of an angel. Lips of an angel. I could have sung in one of those bands, sang, I could have sung, sang, I could have sung, sang a damn song on one of them bands. Man, let me get my motherfucking jacket off. Let me get my motherfucking jacket off. Holding the motherfucking mic, get my damn jacket off. I'm running hot, dude. That, that, ah, my jewel, that, uh, that espresso's got your boy fucking tilted, my jombies. Um... I don't, I don't know. I don't, I'm sorry. I was busy last week and I was set. I actually sat down to do the podcast and, um, I made it about 42 minutes through the podcast before, uh, I realized that, uh, a level was spiking, looked at the compute pew, looked right at my MacBook, And I was like, why is that level spiking? So I paused the podcast and I listened back to the recording and, uh, it just sounded like I was doing the podcast from inside a kid's lunchbox who was running up a hill while I was in a bag of uneaten Lay's potato chips. That's what the podcast, it was just like, and I was like, you know, I'm in here like, what's up my zombies? So. My sorry, got a new mic cord, and that bitch is fucking cranking now. Call my mic cord that bitch. Uh, hello. I've been watching that show. Um, 
my 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 beautiful, strong, smart, talented, high kicking girlfriend, uh, Fabanya Mimanya. She's been watching this show by a lady with a lady who has an impossible name to say. Her name is um, Maria Wakalakalanda. Her name is Mary Wabadaba. Fuck. Her name is impossible to say. Her name's Maureen Wakalaka, and uh, it's a show called Addiction. And it's like intervention, except for she's mean. <laughs> That's the only difference. Instead of being like uh, the interventionist, sit down and be like, hey, Gary, just a bunch of people who really love you. And, you know, we want you to stop uh, smoking crack because you, you, you threw a cat out the window and, and, you know, you made your grandmammy cry. It's not like that. It's like this lady comes in and she's like, yeah, well, you look like shit and your face sucks because you smoke meth, fuck face. And the people were like, why are you doing this? And she's like, I want to get you help because I got help, okay? When I was 13, I had my first drink. Well, I, I fucking sold my fucking pajanja to these people on these streets. I want you to get help. I don't want you to be like me. Now, here, look at this, scabby. This is San Francisco. Ever heard of it? Now, you're going to stop smoking meth, and you're going to hang out in San Francisco, the most expensive city in the country. You're going to hang out there. You're going to not smoke meth. That's why they can't fucking get drugs, because they're doing, they're doing this show in San Francisco. Drugs are... I don't know how much drugs are. I don't do drugs, but let's say a pill in in Cincinnati, Ohio, is twenty two bucks. In San Francisco, it's three hundred and seventy five thousand dollars to get an oxycontin. So of course they're not going to be drug addicts in San Francisco because everybody in San Francisco that doesn't make two billion dollars a year is a fucking homeless person. I've been to San Francisco. They poop on the walls out there. Okay. They freaking poop on the freaking walls, brother. Ha, dummy, jummy, when my hips don't lie and I'm starting to feel the pain. Fiesta, bianda, look at the size of my butthole. Ha, dummy, dummy, when my hips don't... It's a pretty good Shakira. You guys can admit that it's a pretty good Shakira. And if you turn that on in your car while you were next to somebody with your window down, they would be like, whoa, that motherfucker listening to Shakira hips don't lie? Okay. All right, roll your windows down. Ready? Happy diamond when my hips don't lie and I'm starting to feel the pain. Fiesta, nuevo, when you see in the size of my butthole. <laughs> I don't know any other parts of that song. Man, remember when Shakira came out and she was just like all Spanish drinking Pepsi and people were like, we love her. And then she just went away. I wish, I wish Shakira was back, dude. She's just like, what's up? I'm Shakira. I'm from Brazil, and I like a Pepsi Cola. And then people were like, yeah, sing about your hips. And she's like, okay, my hips. Boom, bam, boom, bam, boom, boom, bam, boom, bam, boom, 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 bam, bam. I speak Portuguese. Bada, bada, boop, ba, 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 boop, 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 boop. Look at my hips. I don't know if that. I don't know if that's uh, accurate at all. Shakira might be from Mexico. I'm not going to Google it. I'm just going to be blissfully ignorant to the whole situation of Shakira. Um, yeah. So Shakira rules Chipotle. I've been getting, I'll tell you, I'll tell you all about this, you little bastards. I, uh, I, uh, I've been getting sofritas at Chipotle. That's fucking tofu for all you bean curd nerds. And, um, man, it's good. 
Sofritas is good. Sometimes I just don't like to eat the meat places, you know? I'm not a fucking veg. I'm not a fucking veg. But I'll tell you this. Sometimes I like a little fucking tofu, baby. I'm, I'm starting to get to the point where I... You remember that parasite? You remember. Hey, guys, you remember that parasite that came out? Um, there was like a parasite that came out that if you drink the water in... I, I don't know. It's, it's somewhere. Who fucking knows? I think it's like Louisiana where everything's made out of water bugs anyways if you drink a you put a neti pot in your goddamn nose all of a sudden you got a fucking parasite in your head that it's like you're now allergic to meat i think or maybe it's a tick listen you don't listen to rumble lips for the fucking science do you i should fucking hope not because guess what it's inaccurate and it's incorrect and i usually and generally kind of only know half of what i'm talking about but there's a fucking parasite in the world it might not be new orleans but or louisiana it might be in fucking africa i have no idea but i know that there's a parasite that makes you allergic to meat and you know what i thought i had it for two days because nothing sounded good to me and i'm a meat boy so i started eating the fucking tofu and i'd throw a bean at my mouth and i would fucking eat a little uh a little a little brussy sprout and maybe i'd have a fucking roasted carrot or a cookie because there's no meat in the cookies but then I realized when I ate a bacon, egg, and cheese bagel the other day, I'm not allergic to meat, and it's still superior to tofu and beans. Hi, I'm Bean Boy Barnaclow. That's right, Triple B. It's me, Bean Boy Barnaclow. And welcome back to the Bean Podcast. The Pod Bean Cast, the Bean Podcast. Hi, I'm Green Bean Barnaclow. I know I've changed my name twice, but guess what? That's because I'm on medical cocaine. Hi, I've been dumbing when my hips don't lie and I've started to eat myself. My jack off, my wiener. Everybody watch out for my penis. Hi, I've been dumbing when my beep boop ba 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 beep beep bay. Where the fuck is she from? From. Answer me, cat. Yeah, right. Can you imagine if a cat was in this living room? They're just like weathering that storm. What? Can you even imagine a cat looking at a person doing what I'm doing right now and being able to even fathom what is happening? Well, he's just walking around holding a holding something attached to a cord in a glowing folding box. And uh, he's just screaming a language. And as a cat, I've only heard English. But he's screaming a language that is all mishmashed. And I'm scared. This guy won't feed me. My water fountain's making a lot of noises. Is that a bird? What is that? A reflection from a watch? Ooh, I want to bite the rug now. <laughs> Hi, Abby, Ab. All right. I got too much espresso beans flowing through. See, this is why Bean Boy Barnaclo. I got espresso beans flying through my fucking blood now. Ah! Welcome back to the Mouth Sounds Podcast. Yeah, that's right. It's like NPR except with cussing. Fuck you. <laughs> if you want to be my lover, you got to fuck all my friends. Naked is real easy. Friendship is with friends. That was the spicy girls. 
If you want to fuck my brother, you have got to get some sort of syphilis or he won't do it. You want to know about us? If you want to need... I don't know the words. Damn it, dude. I, I This can't just be uh, Rambo Close sings the damn hits. Uh, yeah, like the Spicy Girls and Shakara. Um, hi! Okay, so anyway, I've been eating these fucking sofritas, and they're good. <laughs> that was the whole point of my story. And so anyway, I was watching that show Addiction, and let me, let me, let me fucking interject this. What, uh, the lady's real mean, and it's, and that's fine. She's very entertaining. She has an impossible name. She should have a stage name. Her name's, uh, her name is so, okay, this is, this is it about this lady. Her name is so hard to say. I know her first name starts with an M. I believe it's Marie or Mary, but her last name is so hard to say and confusing that I don't know her first name. Isn't that, that's crazy. That's crazy when your last name ruins your first name. Like, I know, I'm, dude, my name's fucking Rand Barnaclo. People call me Ron and Brad and Grant and Brant and S- Steve all the time. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't have a fucking easy name, but once I'm like, oh, it's three letters, and they're like, Rand, and then I got to be like, yeah, it's like Rand. <laughs> no, they're like, like Rand McNally? I'm like, like that, but no D. And then some chotch always goes, oh, no, you don't have a D. And I'm like, yeah, that's right, man. We're meeting after a comedy show, and now I'm willing to tell you, a person I've never met before, that I don't have a penis. Yeah, that's right. I don't have a D. Not in my name and not on my body. Well, thanks for coming. Next time, maybe you grab the mic and tell some of those hot fucking riffs you just tried to say to me, brother. I'm going to start talking like Hulk Hogan. Did you like that I did the theme song today? It's pretty good, actually. I know my beats. I know my beats. I ate my treats. One time I thought I had a parasite that made me allergic to meats. Fucking rap cast, dude. Ran got bars. Ran eat cars. (laughs) I don't have bars and I don't eat cars. Um, So anyway, this lady's name (laughs) on that fucking addiction show. Her name is so confusing. Her name's like Maury Wallagoliak. And she comes in and she's mean to meth heads and cocaine people and uh, uh, people that smoke out of glass pipes and, and fucking yell at their kids. She's real mean to them. And then she ships them off to San Francisco. But this is the thing. We watch it, me and Fabanja, we watch it on Amazon Prime, but Amazon Prime isn't like Netflix. Netflix starts the show, oh God, Netflix starts the show when you have like a minute left. They're like, starting next show in 39 seconds or whatever. I know 39 seconds isn't a minute, but you get it. And on Amazon Prime, they're like, your show is about to start. So they're giving you the end. They're like... He completed a six-month treatment program at, um, at fucking Best Wishes Incorporated. And then he returned to his family 
on March and then it's the next episode. Somebody like, I can't stop drinking. And you're like, what happened to the last guy, the cocaine man? What happened to him? Did he reunite with his wife? I've never seen the end of any of these. So I just assume everyone is better. But I think, I think some of the people, I need to Google it. Because, because you know, I Googled, um, I went on a deep Google and I Googled kitchen nightmares. Uh, like where the... Uh, where the kitchens are now. <laughs> Where are they now? Kitchen edition. Hi, I'm a kitchen. I used to have a bunch of sloppy pans and bad cooks inside of me. And now it's just me and this French guy making snails. Uh, but no, I looked up kitchen nightmares and like all of those places are closed. So basically what happens is Gordon Ramsay just goes into a place, screams at a bunch of hillbillies, and then takes off and they close their business down <laughs> he buys them a couple new chairs and some fucking american flags to hang on the wall and then he leaves and they're like well i uh i don't know what happened but him making our menu seven things and giving us two american flags doesn't work here in fucking bum fuck indiana i don't know what happened that british guy just came in here like a whirlwind of blonde hair and screaming and a weird thanos chin and then all of a sudden here we are Gordon Ramsay's so funny the way he just will talk to a person he's just met. You know, like, I don't know when that happened in culture, in our culture, that, like, that's what, that's, I think the British did, the British kind of invaded us again, if I'm going to be honest. I think Simon Cowell telling people that they were dog shit, telling hillbillies that just wanted to sing that that they were dog shit, really opened the doors for mean British people. Because, holy shit, Gordon Ramsay has never met these people. And he walks in, and he's like, Today, I'm going to go in Miss Mammy's Jammy Pammy. It's a Creole restaurant, and we're going to see how their food is. They're having big problems. They're $400,000 in debt. But let's see if their food's any good. Like, no, you know their food's going to suck. And then Ramsay walks in there, and he sits at a table, and he... <laughs> He, Ramsey walks in there, he sits at a table, and he's like, gets gets like, what's your most famous? And they're like, oh, we love making the all-star burger, sir. And he's like, okay, I'll have that. And then he gets shrimp, and he gets he always gets calamari or some sort of seafood so he can scream that it's frozen at the poor, at the poor person that just shops at Restaurant Depot for their food. He can, you know, they're not running Michelin-rated restaurants, therefore... Therefore, they're they're not getting like a, a fisherman's not bringing a sack of shrimp to their restaurant door every morning. Like catch of the day, it's not happening. You know what I mean? They're going down to the store and be like, "God damn, we need some shrimp, but we only have eighteen dollars." That's what's happening. But Ramsey walks in there like he's expecting the fucking the 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 seafood tour or whatever. So he gets a burger, and guess what? The burger is always cooked wrong, and no matter what. He's like, yes, I'd like a medium, so a little pink on the inside. And they're like, oh, okay, yeah, our chef loves making medium burgers. And then they bring it out, and he's like, it's raw. Or he's like, oh, look at it. It's like eating a dirty, wet diaper because the cheese. I don't know. He's just such a – I love Gordon Ramsay, but don't give him anything wrapped in – uh, like a tortilla with any sort of sauce. He'll call it a diaper. Don't give him any seafood. He'll say it's frozen. And don't ever cook him any meat. 
Because oh, and if you make them vegetables, they're always oily. Look at that! It's like you got it out of the fucking tar pits, you pig! He just screams at people. These people are just at work. They're at work. And this guy, this fucking British guy comes in and just yells at you while you're at work. Like you have a new boss. He walks in. He's like, okay, Baba, what's your name? And they're like, Steve. Steve, your cooking is shit. And you're like, well, hello. And what is your name? You know, they don't even get to extend their hand to him yet. And he's like, you were piss poor. And it's like, well, hi, Gordon. I'm Steve. I've worked here for two years. Um, the owner's my aunt. I don't have a passion for cooking. Nah. He doesn't get any of that shit. Instead, it's just, you were fucking trash. You fucking human twat. And they're like, well, thank you, Gordon. Uh, actually, I've never baked before I started working here. So I understand why the cake was a little wetter than it should have been. And I, I apologize. Fuck you! Get out! He screams. He kicks people out. So he, so I love him. And I was watching it. And I, because it is funny. When you watch, when you watch Kitchen Nightmares, realizing that he's only met these people and know they've only met him face to face in person for 14 minutes before he's screaming until he's red in the face of them. It's actually one of the funniest comedies on television. So I was watching him, but then I was like, there's like no Americans like that. And boy, howdy was I wrong because that bar rescue guy is the most, at least Gordon, John Taffer from bar rescue is the hardest one for me to deal with. And watch. And I think it's because he doesn't have an accent. Because even though in England they, you know, obviously they speak English. That's where it came from. They they do have an accent. So there is a little air. Because, you know, anytime you hear a British person talk, you assume they know what they're talking about. It's because of their accent. You assume they're smarter than us. Like if somebody walked up and they were like, actually, George Washington cut down a pear tree. You, you know that's not right, but you'd be like, I don't know. Maybe he knows something I don't know. You know what I mean? When they when a British person is like, oh, no, 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 no. I put in a dog door so the raccoons could come eat my trash inside my house. And you'd be like, that's actually a pretty good idea. No, it's not. You're letting raccoons in your house. But it still seems smart when a British person says it with their affectation and their cadence, anything. You know what I mean? Actually, I think whales are the smallest creatures in the ocean when you consider how big the ocean is. <laughs> You're like, yeah, maybe. Actually, whoa. That's crazy. You're talking about volume or something. That's right. No, he's just a stupid person saying stupid stuff. But he's got a cool accent, so we go, uh-huh. And every American movie, the bad guy is either British because they kind of started the whole bad guy thing. Um, well, white people. Or... Or it's like that, it's the same way as like if a hillbilly person's like, man, I'll tell you this. The fucking the the whole problem with Syria is that you got you you stop listening. You're like, no, no matter what comes out of his mouth, it's it's incorrect. You've ever have you ever heard a hillbilly said? I don't know, man. We're just standing there having an innocuous conversation. No, you've never heard hillbillies don't even use words like that. What about heroin turns hillbillies into, like, thugs? It's so weird. I, all that addiction show, every time I'm watching the addiction show, anybody that's on heroin that's a white person is like, 
man, I just had to find a vein. And you're like, what are you talking like that for? His, there's one episode where the guy's dad comes in. And he's like, damn it, Aaron, you're going to have to clean this mess up. Or I'm going to find your paraphernalia in here. And he's like, man, whatever, dad, man. You don't know shit about me, man. It's my struggle, man. And you're like, stop it, Aaron. Your father, they live in they live in the Presidio in San Francisco in a $5 million home. Your father probably probably told Google to, to be like, you should be blue, yellow, red, and green. And they were like, oh, here's $1,000 million. So I don't know what it is about heroin that makes uh, hillbilly, normal hillbilly white people talk like, talk like they're about to drop a fucking mixtape but uh i mean somebody's got to give me the science on that maybe it just makes your vocal cords think that you're musically talented like how Jimi hendrix did heroin all of a sudden Jimi hendrix playing the guitar setting shit on fire wearing bandanas with acid in them that's cool heroin made him cool kurt cobain does heroin he's got stringy hair he wears five flannels and he screams about being a fucking teenager yeah and sells a billion records uh, Jim Morrison does heroin and talks about being a lizard and, and sells a billion records. I mean, uh, Keith Richards does heroin and he lives for 225 years and he can still play the guitar. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think heroin is a, is a creative performance enhancer, but some people it affects differently, just like steroids. Sometimes people who do steroids, only their shoulders get big. Sometimes when you do heroin, you only kind of talk like you're uh, young Jeezy. I don't know. I don't know what it what it does. But it's very confusing to me, and I've been watching a lot of shows about drugs. So anyway, I was talking about the goddamn guy from Goddamn Bar Rescue. That dude is a to- I hate him. And I hate him because he's a white guy who's yelling. I hate him because he's a white American dude who's yelling, and he has a terrible voice And his for his head. His head is the shape of a can of beans, but he has the smallest mouth I've ever seen for a man who's, I think he's like 6'10", and he walks in somewhere, and he's just got a little fucking bird mouth, and he's got Andre the Giant teeth, like little dolphin teeth, and he walks in, he's like, there was an episode, he sits in an SUV, first of all, he tries to look like a mafia don, his name's fucking John Taffer, his name's not John Tafferino, and he sits in a, he sits in the back of a Suburban, and he goes... Well, look, they don't even have any poor spouts on these bottles. How are they controlling the inventory? And, and, and the people, the, the two experts are like, mm-hmm, we know, John, this is, this is one of the wildest cases we've ever seen. Meanwhile, it cuts back into the bar, and there's a bunch of bikers in there biting through the fucking pool table and kissing each other's brothers. And all, but they're worried about the fucking, the, how much Crown Royal they just poured into a fucking glass. And then John Taffer goes walking in there with his fat, weird, melted candle body. And he walks in there with his tiny mouth, and he's like, all right, shut it down. Which terrible voice, go fuck yourself. But this episode, I almost pissed all over Fibanya's couch when I was watching it because it had Taffer picked up a bottle with, by the way, it used to be on Spike TV. So, yikes. But Taffer picks up this bottle of tequila and there's like, because the poor spouts are just like wide open, 57 Chevy with the roof wide open style. There, there was just a bunch of gnats in the bottom of this bottle of tequila. Admittedly, it's disgusting. But also, in tequila, 
Isn't there a worm in it? So, I mean, come on. You're going to be mad that there's a different species of bug and the only booze known for putting bugs in it? Whatever. He picks up the bottle, shows it to the light, and he's like, what's that look like? To this, like, 50-year-old hillbilly bartender that just asked him, like, all right, before we do this, can I smoke a cigarette? He goes, what's in there? And she goes, it looks like bugs. (laughs) And then Taffer looks right at her with spit flying from his disgusting mouth. He goes, your customers are drinking bugs. And I was like, well, that's it. This is the best show I've ever seen in my life. Holy shit. You can't have people drinking bugs. And then that was the whole crux of the episode. But if I was that lady, I would have been like, yo, I thought you were supposed to put bugs in tequila, Mr. John Tafferino. Because I heard that there's usually worms in it. And some people don't like drinking shit with worms in it. So I just put a bunch of smaller bugs to make one the size of worms. He would have packed up the camera crew and been like, all right, let's get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. This is crazy. Bar Rescue with Ran. Oh, we should do Ran Barnaclo Rescue and then have me drink a bunch of bugs. with my hips don't lie, and I'm starting to eat my brain. When my hips don't lie, I got a parasite eating my brain. I hate meat. I love tofu. And look at the size of my butthole. That's how it always ends. Oh, yeah. Oh, so. Can I run this bit? I I think think that I don't want to be an alarmist, okay? But I do want to talk about this. This is going to be a short one today. And I'm going to do sponsors. I'm going to get the fuck out of this, out of your hair. Um... Because I'm putting this out right now. That's why I did the theme song. Okay. This is what I'm thinking. Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, okay. Here it is. I'm not an alarmist, and I don't want to be an alarmist, but i got to get my thoughts together here. But I think that we should all be very careful about Elon Musk. Because I think we're creating a supervillain. Because check it out. He wants to go to space. But now we're not going to let him go to space. Because if you want that level of government clearance, you can never ever be seen or tied to doing any drugs of any class. And he was on Joe Rogan's podcast, which is a little bit more famous than Rumble Lips. I don't know if you've heard of it. He was on Joe Rogan's podcast, and he smoked weed on Joe Rogan's podcast. So then the government pulled his clearance, and they're like, hey, you can't go to space. And now they're saying there's parking lots and parking lots and parking lots full of Teslas that are that are going for quote-unquote security recall or like some recall, okay? The guy builds flamethrowers. This is the perfect storm for a real life supervillain. You're going to tell a guy that has self-driving makes all the decisions for the drivers, machines and that technology and he also builds flamethrowers, though I heard they're shitty, but he builds $800 flamethrowers. You're telling me that that guy isn't the absolute fucking quintessential mold for a supervillain? Sorry, Elon, you can't go to space. And he's like, ah. 
I'll go to space, all right. My family's up there, you fuckers. And they're like, no, Elon, you smoked weed with Joe Rogan. And he's like, well, okay, I'll show you. <laughs> and then he, he has billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars. That's a fucking supervillain trait. He's got... He's not building a bunch of self-driving cars. He's building a goddamn sentient robot army with flamethrowers attached to him. And you're going to be going down your street just walking. And a Tesla's going to pull up to you dead silent, by the way, because it doesn't have an engine noise. And it's going to burn your buns off because we wouldn't let Elon go to space to meet his parents. That's all. That's it. It's the whole thing. Okay, are you laughing in your car very hard at the thought, at my thought? I don't, but you heard it here first when the fucking world, when, when Elon Musk is like, it's a problem for me to go to space. Well, I'll just become a problem here on earth. <laughs> and then, and then a real life comic book ensues and you got people out there. We we need a real Captain America. Who's that going to be? Joe Rogan ain't going to fight his friend. They smoked weed together. All I'm saying, dude, watch out. When it, when that motherfucker comes out with a real-life Iron Man suit in three years and walks out, and he's like, huh, what do you think? People are going to be like, wow, it's so cool. Maybe we can get one for Davey, our son. And it's going to be like, no, this isn't for Davey. This is for Elon Musk to become a super soldier, dude. That guy's a villain. And you just need to let him go to space. Who cares if he smoked weed? I smoked weed today. Musk man coming. Rumble Lips is brought to you by Boomtown Bacanya and Wicanya. I love it so much. Boomtown Biscuits Un Whiskey. It's in the Pendleton District of OTR. And I'll be a fucking backwards hat wearing, jack slapping, jack slapping jack j-a-c-k jack slapping wild hack jabbing man if you don't love boomtown biscanya un wiscanya that's right it'll make you want to jack slap your mother j-a-c-k-s-l-a-p your mother y-e-r-m-o-t-h-h-h-h-e-e-e-e-e-e-r umlau it's so fucking good, man. You want to talk about pork belly? Go on. Well, it, you know, it's fucking so soft it'll melt on your tongue like a goddamn pat of butter. But guess what? It's meat. And the parasite ain't going to get you today, Ran. I love Boomtown Biscuits and Whiskey, and you will too. Head there, the Pendleton District of OTR. That's up by that bell tower or whatever. I don't know the address because I'm bad at reads. Visit PJ Newman and the boys, whom I love with all of my heart and all of my soul, deep in the cockles of my fucking body and my bones. I love PJ Newman and the boys. That's Boomtown Biscuits and Whiskey. Slather it on and fucking jam it down. That's their new slogan. Slather it on and fucking jam it down. Rumble Lips is also brought to you by Ohio Valley Beard supply ohiovalleybeard.com go check it out man scott ponder and the boys over there i'll be slapped right in my jack j-a-c-k if you don't like ohio valley beard supply on your beard if you're a woman 
Put it on your fucking mustache. <laughs> Buy it for your fucking husband. And if you're not in a husbandly or you don't like men, I don't know. Buy it to put on your fucking sideburns. I don't know what to tell you. It's nice. It feels good on the hair. I've never put it on my head hair. Um, because, you know, that's going very quickly and I don't want to start bringing attention to it with a beautiful shine, but you could, I don't know, dip your fucking head in a bowl of it. Who gives a shit? It's there to make your hair softer and shinier anyway, but it's mainly for your beard. Sometimes I put it in my eyebrows if I'm feeling fucking quite wild. And I have a show that night. I'm like, dude, I want my eyebrows to look like a goddamn solar system. I'll throw, I'll throw a drop, drop on the fingy, give it a little, give it a little money rub, and then slather it on the old fucking head toppers, eye toppers. I love Ohio Valley Beard Supply, and you will too, ladies or gentlemen. Who knows? I don't know what ladies are gonna do with it. Put it in your pubes. Who knows? But just, it's nice. It's a nice gift. It's, it's very tastefully packaged. What a beautiful logo and what a beautiful feeling it'll give you. Ohio Valley Beard Supply. Get wet. Get shiny. OhioValleyBeard.com Rumble Lips is also brought to you by Go Bananas Comedy Club. Go Bananas Comedy Club is at 8410 Marketplace Lane. It's the most important place in my life. I love it so much. Stand-up comedy there is unfucking believable It's got a stage that... That fucking the greats have stepped upon. It's got crowds that love to laugh. It's got a great staff. It's got it's got choice drinks, and it's got a lot of whimsy. Go to Go Bananas Comedy Club and check out a show. Go Bananas Comedy dot com uh, to see what shows are coming up. Maybe reserve your goddamn tickets. For the week that I fucking freak. Which, if you want to see your boy RB, I will be hosting for Brendan Ayer. March 28 through 31 at the beautiful Go Bananas Comedy Club. At Go Bananas Comedy Club, 8410 Marketplace, Lane, Cincinnati, Ohio. Those are my sponsees. This was a 40-minute episode. And you know what? It's good. It's fine. 40 minutes because I got to kick out another one for you guys today. And I, I want to, I, I, I'm running fucking hot, baby. And I want to run hot for my boys and my girls and my lippies. Okay? So I love you guys. Um, this is coming right at you. It's 12.50. It'll probably be up in an hour. Um, getting the Rumble Lips trash heap. Uh, thank you, uh, Total Nick Forever, for listening. Do what Nick did. Um if you listen to Rumble Lips, the way you can tell your friends without walking up to your house and being like, hey, have you heard about this podcast? And be like, will you fucking leave? We're, my family's sitting down for dinner. Go to uh, go to Instagram and just take a screenshot of you listening to this episode. Post it on your story. Uh, a couple of you guys have done it. And and it actually is starting to work. I'm, I'm getting more and more listeners. So just do it again and I'll share it on Rumble Lips and we'll all be friends. And get the I know you have fucking Facebook. I know you have Facebook, so get in the Rumble Lips secret group on Facebook. Uh, it's called the Rumble Lips Trash Heap. Type that into the search bar. It's a closed group. Ask to be approved. I'll let you in. There's only like 38 people in there, which is pissing me off, actually. All right. Well, fuck it. I love you guys so much, and listen to me do the outro. <laughs> Thank you.